Good evening, I'm Clemencia Barnes. Tonight I'm chairing an interview between a panel of guests comprising members of the legal, religious and mental health professions and Terence de Mollahir, the author of the book The Testament of Truth. As a professional counsellor working in the area of the human mind and emotions, I have been struck by the fact that although we have conducted intensive scientific research into the mind, and have more information and theories now pertaining to the mind and emotions than perhaps ever before in history. We also have more individuals in mental, emotional and spiritual crisis than at any other time. The reason I am conducting this interview is because I have been challenged by the understanding and insight contained in the Testament of Truth as to the causes underlying this current crisis. The Testament of Truth is based in spiritual reality, on a spiritual law which Terence maintains supersedes all other scriptures written to date. This includes the Old and the New Testaments and spiritual writings by other people. Terence claims that these have actually been so changed by man over the ages that they are not recognisable as truth anymore. In order to have a greater understanding of this message, Terence has agreed to be interviewed by us. What I would like to do is introduce you to the panel of guests, and they and myself will ask Terence questions as we go. I'd like to commence with Linton Nethlein. Linton is a lawyer from Australia. In the centre is Nadine. Nadine is actually Turkish and of the Islamic faith. Nadine practices in Tasmania also and Gonzalo Munoz, a Spanish priest. And of course, Terence Tamala here. Terence, I'd like to start by asking you the first question myself. From our various religious backgrounds, we're all familiar with the phrase, in the beginning was the word. You use the word frequently in your writings. What do you mean by this? Well, the word is the sound that outpours from heaven down to many levels of consciousness. And it is the wisdom that enters earth which is required to be adhered to for any searcher who would return one day to the promised land. Well, where does this word come from? Well, the word emanates from the source, the creator of all who created us, and it flows down through into this level through the mind of a spirit in the flesh. And that spirit is free of negativity and thus the untrammeled, unfettered truth can flow down to this level of consciousness. Gonzalo, would you like to ask Terence the next question? Well, Terence, you claim to, to be the spirit of truth, the messenger of God who was foretold would come at the end of times. Now, if, if it is so... In what capacity or authority do you return? Well, my only authority at this time is in the written word of God. That is the sole capacity and authority that I have on earth at this time. And what, why is your cap- capacity at this end of time only as the written word of God? Well, we are at a time now where all humanity is aware that deceit and deception and many different beliefs flourish. And man at this point of time can alter 
the words spoken by others, i.e., words spoken by me can be reported other than what I spoke by my mouth, and even what is taken on a video camera today can be distorted by the uh, media to the extent I could be shown to run backwards, upwards, I could even be shown to kick a camera where in fact I hadn't. So for anybody who wishes to really know what I'm about and what God's message is, they need to obtain a copy of the written word because the truth that comes through me is only in the written word. Uh, Tell us briefly, what is the content of your message? Well, there is a lot in this book. But basically it talks about escalating insanity. Humans in the flesh being mentally subjugated more and more by demonic thought from lower levels of consciousness. It also tells how our creator, the creative essence, the light, is outpouring from within every soul on every level of consciousness, even realms other than this world, outpouring within us to force out of us the negative energy that we drew in, being our negative emotions, the sin. This will enlighten our spirits so that when we leave the flesh, we will rise up to high levels. It also talks about the reaper. The reaper being beings controlled by the darkness who will mete out pain and suffering to any who heeded not God's call to be merciful and peaceful. And also the book talks about how you as an individual can fortify your mind because any of us who lose our minds to demonic forces will be used by them to abuse others and it is at this moment that we are giving our allegiance to the darkness and we could then fall to the darkness. That is basically uh, what the message is about. So is this world going to come to an end and be destroyed? No, the world will certainly not be destroyed. There will be mass destruction certainly and many will suffer and many will die a fleshly, earthly death. But the world will go on and after this cleansing process has run peace will reign on earth and all darkness will have destroyed itself and been swept away. Terence, what is the power of the light and what is the power of the dark? The power of the light is such that it can cleanse our souls of darkness that we drew in when we heeded not the call from the light to only love one another. And also the power of the light is such that it can enter into this level of consciousness and overcome false beliefs in the mind of a man, a person such as myself, so that I can then speak the truth and correct the truth on earth for all. And the power of the dark is such that it can invade our souls cunningly, silently, without us being aware of it. How are we able to halt this invasion? Well, we can halt the invasion by heeding the word of God, by not retaliating, and by keeping negative thoughts out of our minds. 
That is the only way, because when negative thoughts intrude and we give in to them, we are allowing darkness to flow into ourselves, invading ourselves. What uplifts the spirit into heaven or drags it down to hell? And is the human race unknowingly in some sort of danger? Yes, we are in a very grave danger because every child that is born on this planet incarnates into some town, some village, some part of this world and they grow up with the beliefs of their forefathers in that place all claiming to have the true faith and the reality is it is not what we believe that takes us to heaven the only thing that takes us to heaven is the vibration of our soul the energy in our soul if it is clear and free of darkness of negative emotions it is uplifted to the ultimate level and conversely if it is vibrating at a very coarse frequency because we have sinned which has caused pain to others and drawn in darkness then the weight of that darkness will carry us down to a corresponding level of consciousness so the human race is in a very sorry state because ultimately they all carry holy books in their left hand and a sword in their right hand and everyone professing to be true to God is actually true to the devil because everybody verbally abuses others and physically abuses others thus unknowingly all are walking the wide road to hell Winton can we ask you to ask a question of Terence from a legal perspective perhaps Terence uh, do you consider there is an immutable spiritual law of God there is only one law spiritual law <coughs> And that law is, what you do unto others will be done unto, unto you. Meaning, what you sow, you will reap. And that is an immutable law. The only law. In terms of that law, then what is God's justice? God's justice is that the law will be fulfilled. And what we have done to others will be done to us. At the time and at the place so ordained by God that it will take place. And it is such that all will know what all have done. Whatever pain anybody suffers, mental, emotional, physical, let all know that at some time, some other place, this soul has done that to others. That is justice. Over time there have been defenders of the faith and warriors of the ages. Where do their souls lie? Well, defenders of the faith, and this is a difficult thing for so many because all warriors, all religious zealots who have over the ages carried their banners high and destroyed the enemy have all fallen into an ice-cold wasteland below where now they stand and wait for the mercy of God to release them. You see, religion is man-made and society as well has grown up believing that we can destroy the enemy. And thus, those who have decided to defend the faith as they call it with the strength of their right arm 
were in fact wielding the sword for their satanic charm. And as they fell, their souls were dragged down to hell. That is the reality, unfortunately. Gonzalo. Why do you think that Christ went to the cross and by this deed of his on the cross we are forgiven for our sins? No, the law is immutable. The forgiveness of God is such that when we have paid our dues, we are all welcome home. Christ went to the cross to show humanity how each soul one day will have to face their last test. Each soul will be confronted and is confronted and they should heed and follow Christ's way being go as a lamb to the slaughter. That is what God says. Follow your brother. Go as a lamb to the slaughter if one day you would be my son and daughter and join me in heaven above. What is the sin of this world that Jesus took upon himself? The sin of this world is the negative emotions, fear, greed, anger, hatred. This is the sin of this world. And Christ, when he came into the flesh, incarnated from the ultimate level where no sin exists, took upon his spirit some negative emotions as he came into the flesh so that his earthly conscious mind intermingling with the sorry earthly race could understand what these emotions were all about. That is what the sin of the world is. And what does it mean he overcame the sin of this world? Well, in more than one way. Because part of the sin or the sinning of this world is the beliefs, deceitful beliefs of our forefathers. So not only do we have to overcome the emotions and not let our deed be controlled by these emotions, but we also have to be able to look past what we are taught by our forebears, who may teach us that another race or creed are the enemy. So Christ overcame his training, his teaching, and he could see clearly. And also the sin within him, the negative emotions, were cleared out of his spirit by the grace of God before his ministry ended here. And thus, from that moment on, he could bring through his spirit mind God's message to earthlings. Are you Jesus? And I am, uh, are you saying that uh, your spirit has reincarnated into the flesh of this world? I am Terence. But the spirit that inhabited the man Jesus 2,000 years ago, the spirit is back in the flesh of this man. So yes, the spirit has reincarnated into the flesh of this simple man and will do what God requires him to do at this time. And what did Jesus mean when he said, As I am, so shall you be? And how do you differ from other mortals? Well, as I am, so shall you be, meaning of inner sin free. Anybody who heeds the word of God I bring will be cleansed of their negative emotions and thus only have their divine spark of love within their soul. That means, as I am, so shall you be, 
when the God of light has set you free. And only then, when your spirit is free of darkness, can it ascend to the heavens. Flesh is flesh, and of the dust, our fleshly bodies are always left here. And we must understand this. I differ from other mortals at this point in time, only in that the sin within that I took on as I came into the flesh has now been cleansed out of my soul, so I am again able to bring God's wisdom to earth that must be heeded by all God's children. Terence, I'm interested in your concept of um, the mind being invaded by thoughts. If we refer to schizophrenic disorders or mental disorders of any type, um, leading psychiatrists obviously amongst themselves disagree as to how to treat some of the major disorders. Are you suggesting that you have a way that can actually give us greater insight into mental disorders? Well, the message in the book clearly tells us why people's minds are invaded by negative thought. And schizophrenic people often are aware of other people, as they call it, speaking in their minds. And this is not understood fully by the medical fraternity. It is a reality that through the vibration of our negative emotions, whether it be greed or anger or jealousy, this is a link to lower levels of consciousness where spirits abide and they, through that vibration, reach our minds telepathically. So yes, the book gives an understanding and not only that, it gives a means whereby we can assist schizophrenic people to fortify their minds. Could you comment more fully on the reality of why people are suffering, uh, particularly at the hands of other people right now? Well, that is because they are reaping what they sowed in the past. So people have always been suffering at the hands of others. Unfortunately, they always retaliate and thus add another debt, a burden to their soul which they have to face. At this point in time, because the light is cleansing our souls, our negative emotions are surfacing through which our minds are broached more easily by the darkness and people are being used to mete out suffering to others from other levels of consciousness. And it is a part of the cleansing process that many will be suffering more at the hands of others at this point in time. It is those who are meeting out the suffering who need to understand that in doing so, they are sowing darkness that they themselves will later have to face. So your message is don't retaliate no matter who does. What do you? That is the core of the message. Yes, do not retaliate in any way. And thus you are heeding God's say. Mm. Nadine, would you like to ask Terence? What are demons or evil spirits? Demons or evil spirits, as they are called, are but the souls of our sisters and brothers, the spirits who were in the flesh once possibly, and others maybe have never come into the flesh. They are spirits who have used darkness, as many do in the flesh, and in abusing other people, they drew in darkness. And thus, they have fallen to lower levels of consciousness. 
they are called evil spirits by some, but they are really basically lost souls who need assistance. What or who is the Antichrist? The Antichrist is not a particular person. The Antichrist is the satanical force that draws near. The satanical force that does a soul from God divorce. If you or any other uses evil, deploys evil on earth, and abuses anybody, you could say the Antichrist is working through you, that force, because it is opposite to peace and love that is Christ. What is the mark of the beast? The mark of the beast is a spiritual mark. It is not a fleshly visible mark. It is a spiritual mark. Anyone who through their arrogance denies God's call to only love and who in any way allows negativity to flow through their mouth or their mind onto another is allowing the beast, the darkness, the, the uh, controller to flow through their soul and as this energy flows through them in its expression, it stains their soul and it marks their soul. And thus it, the darkness, knows who has to suffer somewhere further down the line. What is spiritual death? Spiritual death is a spirit who has fallen into great depths of darkness, so great that they are frozen in a wasteland and because it is inky black and dark their cries are unheard and they see nothing and their name is forgotten for an eternity if need be until such time as they are released from that place Terence uh, <coughs> the book states that at the end we will be faced by a far distant nation a merciless one one whose language we cannot understand. In scriptural terms, what does that mean? Well, this distant nation is the reaping force, the demonic band. It is insanity. We are going to see hell on earth erupting through the minds and hands of man. Unsound minds will mete out divine punishment. Their voices are harsh. They are totally merciless. Anybody mentally out of control is a person you cannot reason with. They do not understand your language. They will do to you what they will do to you. And this is it. We will see an escalation of insanity. And anybody who has not heeded God's word will be faced by this insanity and they need to heed God's word and not retaliate any way. That is the merciless nation that will soon erupt across the face of this planet. The world's uh, full of different religions all claiming to be the truthful one. Where does your book fit into all of this? Well, my book as such, our book, God's book, it is the correction of truth on this earth. And I would say at the core of every religion somewhere is the light of God that says, be merciful, be forgiving, be compassionate, be understanding of other ways. So really this book is explaining why people cannot abide in this call, why 
they give in to their thoughts and abuse each other. So my book encompasses all God's children of any race, colour and creed. All will need to heed or bleed. Why was uh, this material world of ours created, or if it wasn't created, why is it developed into this material world we know it today? Well, this world was created to assist spirits, God's children, who walked out from the realms of light above. And as they supped on darkness, their spirits fell lower and lower through many levels of consciousness, so deep that light cannot reach them. There is no reason there, as you know. So to assist these souls, this material world was created, a boarding school. So spirits of wickedness, spirits in twilight zones, lost souls can enter the flesh and get a reprieve from their suffering. And whilst they are here, they can intermingle with spirits of love and light who also come down from heaven. And thus these spirits learn a little bit about God's word. And hopefully, before they depart the flesh, they will have learnt a little and will thus return to a better place. That is what it's about. Terence, your book, or your book speaks a lot about um, Pandora box of suffering that we are reaching in this world of crises and wars. But is there any ray of hope that we can expect at the end? Well, the ray of hope is the light of God, the wisdom that again emerges on this level, the wisdom given in this book, The Testament of Truth. And it is about the bright morning star, God's symbol. And the wisdom is the clear truth and also how to fortify your minds with understanding and with God's light and love so that we can aspire whatever we have done There is hope for all on any level of consciousness. Any soul who heeds this message and makes an earnest effort will aspire to the heavens. What is this repulsion that you speak about? What is the seduction of one's soul? How does it occur? The seduction of one's soul is when we listen to the whisperings of the serpent. The serpent is the devil, the darkness, the negative force. It gives us a very good reason to not heed God, i.e. somebody is knocking on the door. They wish to abuse you or another. The thought will come into your mind, you need to do something about it and defend yourself or another. That thought is the seduction of the soul. And thus, the serpent gives you a very good reason to deny the light and employ it and its thoughts to help you abuse another in retaliation or self-defense. And thus, as you do that, your soul has been seduced by the serpent and it has attained a greater control over you for the next time. What does it mean that dead shall rise from their graves? What do you mean by that? Well, the spirits who are lost far below, the spiritually dead, they too at this end time 
are being subjected to a very great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the love and light of God from within. And as they are unburdened within of their negative emotions, they will rise up into levels of light, and thus the dead shall rise. They can go up into the light. Terence, why don't you prove by a miracle um, who you are? Well, many would ask that, and this is the way man is. Man says, prove who you are before I heed God's word from afar. And God says, I wish to see who believes the word I send thee. So, the believers are the ones that will be saved. Those believers who are to be saved, do they have any particular race or creed? No, believers are those who believe in the word of God that says peace and love and they can be anybody, any station in life, any race, colour or creed, anybody who puts down their arms, makes an effort to heed God, is a believer in the word of God and thus they shall be saved. You say you entered the flesh from heaven. Are there other souls in the flesh who um, came down as you? Yes, at this end time, there are 101 million souls who have come back down from heaven, the promised land, clear, beautiful spirits, into the flesh. They are in every village and town on this planet. They do not know who they are at this stage of time. They all took on the sin of this world as they came in. Thus, all of them are subjected to these emotions to get understanding. They soon will be swept clean of their negativity. And as the earth shudders and reels from the cries of man abusing man, these stalwart souls will stand tall and help the needy who come past their door with wisdom, counsel and their love. How could Christ return as a thief in the night and manifest himself in the, the sky and how we will behold him? Many things were written and things have been altered. But as I see it, the light of God no one does see until in heaven they be. So God's clear, pure light is hidden from humanity. And thus the spirit within me that is free of darkness is invisible. It has entered this world as a thief in the night, for you do not see it. And how will those behold this man in the sky through this very medium, television, will flash across this earth from north to south, east and west, and everyone will behold a simple earthly face that says, Look not to me, heed the word of God I bring thee. Can you heal the blind, the deaf and the lame? Well, man and ministers have always talked of fleshly miracles. Christ healed the lame and the blind and the deaf. And yes, I too will heal them. I already do. But not the material being. I am not here to heal anyone's fleshly ailments. The lame 
are those who spiritually walk the wrong way. The deaf are those who hear not the word of God. And the blind are those who see not the reality that we should love each other and help each other. And these, yes, I shall heal them when they read God's message and make an effort. They will suddenly start to walk in the right direction. And they will no longer be blind because of their ignorance will they be set free. Is there any common false step that we can take in our relationship with God? That we can. Well, I would say the basic common step that is, has been taken over the ages by men, by man, is that they have always elevated their messengers or leaders, spiritual leaders, into godship. And they praise them. And none of them heed the word of God. Thus, all deny the word of God as they're busy through ritual and other ways and idols praise the men. God says, look not to man, look only to me. Only I will set you free. So do you think this is humanity's final hour? Yes, this is humanity's final hour. Prepare all of you for the dark sower. The reaper will soon knock on every door. You will need fortified minds for sure. Soon everyone will be in their final hour on this level because we do not know what's taking place five minutes from now or an hour from now. And all will soon meet our fate, the past that we meted out to others. Thus we must be prepared. And I can only say to you, are you prepared to die, fleshly death? Where is your soul going? Up to the light? Or is it going to fall to the dark night? Yeah. Terence, what's the importance of the morning star prayer? The morning star prayer, the importance of that prayer is that it is a common bond for all humanity. The morning star is a visible symbol of God's might. It is a heavenly symbol, visible in the east or the west by anyone who wishes to raise their eyes above the dust of this earth. And God has devised a simple prayer for believers who believe me, that I, God's messenger, be, that they may call on God through this star. And through this prayer, their minds will be cleansed with light and this will suppress the might of the satanic thought, make it a little bit less easy for our minds to be overpowered by others' thoughts. And to all those spirits on lower levels of consciousness who hear this, they too need to use this star prayer and fortify their minds, because through them the serpent reaches up into our minds. And as other spirits try and manipulate us, they become more bound themselves by this darkness. And what is deliverance? Well, deliverance ultimately is when your soul is freed of all sin by the grace of God. You are totally free of evil within. Deliverance can be relieved of the pressure of a spirit who is binding your mind. Deliverance can be freed of the ignorance of this earthly place the sins of our forefathers and be able to see clear truth in its correct perspective. 
Is there such a thing as divine protection? Yes. We are protected when we heed God's call to love. And anyone who denies this call and uses the darkness loses their divine protection because they are then marked by the beast. So anybody who wishes to walk free of the reaper must no way try to destroy the reaper. They must abide in God's call of love. Thank you. Mm. Okay, I think now there's only time for another few questions. Yeah. Can you tell me, just speak about the staff of the shepherd. What is the staff of the shepherd? The staff of the shepherd. The shepherd is God. And God's word is the staff of the shepherd. The staff is the might of God's word. God's word is the truth, the light and the way. The truth being that on your day you must not retaliate. The light is the wisdom from afar about the bright morning star. And the way is peace, not the sword, only love. And uh, is there a creed of God? A creed of God. God says, I am the source of all light and I am the source of everlasting love. I give my all to those who heed my call. That is that. Thank you. Terence, I would like to ask a multiple question of you. I'm a Turk of the um, Islamic faith. Um, what do you think of the Muslim people and what do you think of Muhammad the Prophet? And which is the true faith on earth in the eyes of the Creator who we call Allah and others call God? Well, the Muslim people are God's most precious children, as are all children and adults on earth. And Muhammad the prophet was a true prophet, and he was sent to earth by God at a special place at a special time with a message to the people of that land. But as all time has passed and people have changed things, so Muhammad's message, which was, be forgiving, loving, merciful and compassionate, this is what God asks of you, has been altered slightly. And I know that that faith always say, Allah is compassionate and merciful. And yet, as the Christians, they raise their sword against others. So Muhammad needs to be heeded. As I said, he was a true messenger for God. And his call even today is and was and must be heeded, which is, you be compassionate and merciful, God says, and then I will be compassionate with you. And as for the true faith, the true faith is the word of God. <clears throat> So all religions will shortly be swept away in a tide of darkness because man, the founder of all religions, has deceived God's children and let, led them to believe that if they belonged <coughs> to a particular religion that they were safe and saved as long as they praised God or the messengers. And man, unfortunately has succumbed to their forefathers because there are many earnest religious or spiritual leaders today who come into the flesh 
wishing to serve God's children, wishing to serve humanity. But they are teaching and preaching what has already been distorted. And thus, they do not preach God's true word. So I say to all of you, in sincerity, it is time now to look direct to God, not to men in the flesh, direct to God, because soon enough, every soul will be standing under the spotlight. And whatever they do to others, true or untrue, they are doing in front of God and by their very deed, their destiny, their bed, they make. So the true faith is God's word of peace, not the sword. Do not retaliate, or for heaven you will be late. Thank you. Well, thank you, Terence. Obviously, the questions have been direct and probing, and your answers have been equally direct um, and very challenging and startling in their revelation. I guess the last question, which seems to me the most obvious question to ask, is which of the panel would like to basically comment on what is your thought of Terence and the message he brings and the claims he makes? You don't have to answer this. But if you wish to. I have no <coughs> doubt of the uh, sincerity from which uh, Terence's thoughts are driven, particularly in the context of the world we live in today and that turmoil. Nor do I have any hesitation in accepting the, the, uh, the message of non-retaliation and compassion. I think all those things things we can all be comfortable with. Thank you. Uh, I have a question to ask, Terence. At the end of every <coughs> millennium or every century, there are a lot of things, and, and we know by the sociologists that every time there is a, a tremendous mutation in the evo evolution of humanity or an era after the other, there are polarities. People take polar uh, and these things happen it has happened before similar things to these as we are experiencing these times now do you think this is so different from other times well what has happened before has happened before but certainly we are at a point now in time a God appointed time when man will no longer be able to defend himself against the invader we use the police force, we use the army to defend us. If there's a problem, we pick up a telephone, we ask for help. We deny the reaper. And what is happening now is just that man will pay his dues. There will be nothing to stand between us and the reaper. We must look to God. So it is just an appointed time where all will pay the dues and anybody who shows God by their deed that they believe and do not retaliate will be released to return to the ultimate level. Indeed. Okay, I'd, I'd like to end by saying myself that um, I accept the claims that Terence makes and I believe the message that he brings. There is a 12-page summary of his book that's available as I'm aware it's available in Dutch and Spanish as well as English and it has actually been put on the internet
I can only suggest to you, the viewer, that you make some choice for yourself. Avail yourself of the information. And God be with you as you decide. Thank you. Thank you.